Are you ready to eliminate your credit card processing fees? Visit www.pairpayments.com and use code Jake for $250 Visa gift card when you join today. Welcome back to Under Pressure. Today we have with us once again, Jay Haraluk from the Acumax Index. Jay, very nice to have you here. Good to be here again, Jake. I enjoy doing our podcasts. So, Jay, we have had a great series of podcasts going through the A, B, C, and D drive. And today we're going to talk about something that is really interesting to me. And this will be a quick podcast, but today we're going to talk about the tilt factor. So, Jay, for anyone who can't, uh, who hasn't listened to the other podcasts yet, could you give us a, a little tidbit or a little summary on, you know, the A, B, C, D drives and, and what, the acu- what the tilt factor means in relation to that? Well, as a quick summation, the Acumax Index measures innate human wiring. Mm -hmm. Uh, Human wiring occurs in any human being born on the planet in the 18 to 24 month period after birth. The beauty of wiring is it's static. It doesn't change. Behavior and personality change due to a lot of external inputs. You know, where I'm born, upbringing, education, life's experiences, age and maturity all change behavior and personality over time. Mm -hmm. So this is a deep dive into an individual. An Acumax index wiring pattern actually tells us the environment that people best thrive within. Mm -hmm. Now we've talked about the A, the B, the C, and the D. You know, A is autonomy. If I'm lower in autonomy, I'm more team oriented, like options and decision making, more harmony and accord in the work environment. If I'm high in the A, I'm just the opposite. I like my way, my thumbprint on it. I accept elements of conflict to defend my ideas. B is communication. Everybody talks, everybody thinks, but it's how I process thought. Low B, I internally process it. I listen first, think it through, Mm -hmm. respond afterwards. I prefer a little more heads down environment. High Bs, <coughs> excuse me, are verbal thinkers. As we verbalize, they develop thought, buy into ideas <coughs> and plans of action. They like response from people. They prefer a more heads up environment. The C drive is what we call patience. Low in the C are individuals who thrive better in an environment where there's a lot of variety, unpredictability, spinning multiple plates, no set gen- agenda, or, you know, sequence to work. High C's are just the opposite. I prefer an agenda. I prefer a sequence. I prefer creating a plan and following that plan in order. D drive is what we call certainty. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with educational learning, everything to do with how much information I want for decision making. How certain do I want my environment? Low in the D, I like less certainty, so I want the critical points of information in decision making. I want more flexibility and less structure in my environment. High Ds are just the opposite. I like proven information and data in the decision-making process. I like knowing the structure, rules, regulations, and operating principles of the organization. So there's our quick recap. And then the question that gets asked a lot is, what's that red dot? Yeah, exactly. The red dot that's in the natural self is what we call tilt factor, all right? Mm -hmm. Now, you'll either be low in the tilt or high in the tilt, and our reports will calculate it, because sometimes people, when the dot's close to the 
uh, RL line. They're not quite sure. And but we calculated it. Just for anyone who has just maybe by chance hasn't heard the other episodes, when you talk about the red dot, Jay, this is in the Acumats Index, the, the assessment that they – or the, the report they get back on the assessment, right? Yes. And of it's course – before you get into it, I really quickly, just before uh, if anyone misses it, I want to let you know that if you text Jake to 218-517-7985, it'll be in the description. Jay is offering a complimentary Acumats index. So do that assessment, get the report, and then you can listen to this episode to understand what that red dot is. So sorry to interrupt, Jay, but now, now we can no, get into what that red dot is. that's a great idea. Yeah, pause the episode, go take the Acumax, and then turn it back on. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so, wow. Uh, because if you take the Acumax, you will have your results in about three to five minutes. Yeah. Fast. So the, the red dot we call the tilt factor, and, and it impacts an individual in several ways. Mm-hmm. So lower in the tilt, uh, I will consider the subjective or the gut feel when faced with ambiguous decisions. 50% of the numbers say turn right. 50% of the numbers say turn left. Low tilt, I will tilt more toward the subjective or the gut feel in those kind of decisions. High tilt is the opposite. I tilt more towards data and fact. Mm-hmm. Can high tilts make gut decisions? Yes. Are they comfortable with them? Oftentimes not, because they prefer more data and information. The second thing the tilt factor does is our personal space requirements. Mm-hmm. Lower tilt. If so, if your tilt's on the green line, here, I'll look kind of my shoulder, all right? So if, if it's on the green line, if I have a smaller tilt, I have a smaller personal space retirement, wider tilt, higher tilt, wider personal space requirement. Interesting. So, you know, um, and it does, it can impact individuals, you know? So, I mean, lower tilts don't mind, uh, you know, a little bit of being a space invader. Higher tilts do do mind that unless they really know the person or invite them in. You know, uh, the set, the next thing, the third thing that the tilt factor does is because low tilt, it warms the wiring pattern. I have less personal space requirements. I'm warmer. I'm easier to get to know. Higher tilt will cool the profile a bit. And so I have a wider space requirement. It's a little harder to get to know me, all right? Hmm. What can oftentimes happen with high and low tilts is a low tilt, I don't mind people in my space, so they get in the space of a high tilt, which can oftentimes create a little bit of a whoa, brick wall, stay out of my space. And the last thing that it does, it's, you know, talkativeness. When you're comparing similar wiring patterns, so if you have two identical wiring patterns and one's lower tilt, they're going to be more talkative, more communicative than higher tilt. And the reason being is logically, lower tilt warms it, I'm more approachable, more communicative, smaller space environment, higher tilt, a little less approachable, wider space environment, and, and maybe less talkative, less communicative. So it has four major impacts into a wiring pattern. Mm-hmm. And so it helps the differentiators because you have identical wiring patterns, but if the tilt factor is different, it does change the overall persona, the approach, the feel of the individual. Mm-hmm. 
So when you get that number back, how do you know? So not the number, but when you get your, your report back and you're looking at, like I'm looking at mine right now and I'm on, I'm on the graph and, I, and I'm seeing that red dot and it looks like it's a little bit to the left of, the, of that line, right? That green line. How do I know like the, the intensity of that, the magnitude? How do I kind of interpret that? In the reports, in the basic reports that we have, you know, mm -hmm. we have uh, uh, in the drive intensity, we have a, a commentary on the tilt factor. And we've discussed previously A, B, C, and D could be in a like zone, a want zone, or a need zone. Well, with tilt factor, it's a little bit different. You know, is it mild impact on the profile? Is it fairly intense? Or is it very strong? Uh. So it could be mildly low very intense low, very strong low, mildly high, fairly intense mm -hmm. high, very strong high. And, and oftentimes what it helps is differences amongst people. Now it's very coachable, that's the beauty of it, but it's why. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I'm low tilt, my first job out of college was with a bank and my manager came up to me one day, he goes, you know, you stand awfully close to people at times, you may want to stand back a little bit. I didn't understand why, but I'm a very low tilt. So, so now you, I like to give, yeah. yeah, the one arm, give them at least an arm space. Higher tilt, you know, oftentimes because it cools the persona, I may not seem as friendly or easy to get to know. With higher tilts, oftentimes just go to people and be friendlier with them. Hmm. Uh, but it really helps understand. And again, the Acumax just explains why. It's not yeah. good, not bad, not right, not wrong. It just is. It, it, and it does explain why in such detail that it's surprising. Um, as I said in probably the first episode I did with you, Jay, and to anyone who doesn't know, Jay and I have done a ton of episodes because I am intrigued by the Acumax Index. This has been really enlightening to get into with Jay over the past, what, uh, five, six, seven episodes we've done. Um, Easily. Yeah, absolutely. And throughout this, I've been surprised at not only how accurate the Acumax is, but you know how much I keep seeing as I get more and more into it, how I could use this in, in the business setting, within our business, within any business. You can really understand not just about yourself, but how you interact with others. So if you haven't checked out the other episodes, not just how you interact, but the whole thing, how you can you know interact with people, communicate better, coach them better, and it's shocking to me that's all laid out right in the report. So like Jay had said, go check out, uh, go do the complimentary uh, Acumax Index. The, the way to do that is to text Jake, J-A-K-E, to 218-517-7985 for your complimentary Acumax Index. And you do get the report back very quickly. But Jay, with now all of this, with the, the A, B, C, D, and the tilt factor, I'm just trying to think like how do you how do you take that um and and really take the the relationships in your business to the next level is there something that bringing in the tilt factor does that you can't do with just a focus on the a b c and d drive well yeah it does it explains persona differences you know again i mentioned you have identical wiring patterns with different tilt and it does change you know am i warmer am i a little cooler uh, the persona of the person, the talkativeness of the person. Yeah. You know, number one thing with Acumax Index is self-awareness. And in the reports, what are my strengths? What are my limitations? We all have them. Mm -hmm. So maximizing my strengths, minimizing my limitations. 
Secondarily, in a corporate or organizational environment, number one, it helps you hire the right people the first time around, and then better motivate and lead them. Because motivators are the non-monetary things that we need for job satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Then it also creates a very objective way to handle conflicts that occur amongst people. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting finger pointing, they, they, this, this. Well, you're wired this way, you're wired this way, and this is what causes those issues. So it becomes very solution driven. Yeah. And we have a lot of our clients that say, as a matter of fact, I was on a call yesterday, a client is introducing us to several more organizations that are similar to them. And that's what he said. He goes, I love it on the hiring, then how to onboard them, then how to motivate them, how to approach people to effectively make decisions, as well as when there's a conflict. He said, when people are buttonheads. And because there is, it helps. It's not going to be a magic wand, but it does help eliminate what I call people clutter. Mm-hmm. You know, with the issue that can occur between two people. And issues can be occur because I'm wired the same, I'm wired differently. But regardless of the wiring, it always tells you the why factor. And that's critical. Absolutely. It is a tool that you should be adding to your tool belt. Um, and you can see why. Go back, listen to the episodes if you haven't heard them yet. Some fantastic stuff. But Jay, I'm wondering here, if you if you're in a in a business that you need to make a decision and the other person you're making the decision with um, is maybe high tilt and you're a low tilt and someone's focused more on um, the the data versus their gut feeling, is is that ever going to happen where the two people with sure. different tilt factors butt heads, or is, does it really have to do with the context of the whole? The whole ABCD drives like, or it is the whole yeah. ABCD and the tilt factor. So you can't. Really so, but it, create, it yeah. can create really great talking points in the aspect mm-hmm. of you know, high tilt. I understand why you want all this additional data, but we do have to have a little more maybe of a gut feel into the thing. So there can be some give and take, mm-hmm. but yeah, because the, the tilt can impact based on the ABCD wiring of the individual. So yeah, it, it just helps to explain issues that can occur amongst people, how decisions can be made differently. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's face it, in many organizations we've worked with, as we come in there, a lot of people are like, man, this person's a head scratcher on their decision making. Um, huh. Let's explain why. And then, you know, once you know why, then you can coach effectively. That's key. Yeah. So that was actually kind of my, my next question is, what stories do you have with the organiza- organizations you've worked with that um, that the tilt factors come into play? Uh, any good stories there where you, where you had to work on that or, or anything? Well, this is very interesting. This is a true story. Um, one of our clients, this was right before they engaged with us. They had a really good salesperson, but he was very, very low tilt. And dealing oftentimes with purchasing agents, which are usually more task-oriented or task-driven profiles, mm. uh, with higher tilts, what was happening, he was, he was doing really well, but then he'd go in to see the purchasing agent, and he'd be, you know, way over there, and he would, was turning them off. And what was ending up happening is they were getting along in the sales process to a certain point, and then it was like a big bump in the road, Ooh. trying to overcome it. That was one of the things they brought up in an early workshop. Well, the gentleman was a very, very low tilt. 
is very easy to get to know. People really liked him. However, the downside of it is he was invading others' people's space, high-tilled, that was turning them off, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, low tilts. You know, we don't want uh, you know a smelly bum in our in our uh, uh, space zone. You know, uh, something like that. But oh, no. you know, oftentimes the interactions with people, we will we'll, the, the lower tilts will get closer, and it can have a disconcerting impact mm-hmm. uh, on oh, yeah. the recipient or the higher tilt individual. On the flip side, higher tilt oftentimes, you know. Well, do the persona that I'm more distant, a little harder to get to know. And so people may become instantaneously judgmental on that individual as opposed to knowing why. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, my wife is four task drives and a high tilt. And when uh, she would oftentimes just be focused when she'd go into work, she was focused on what she had to get done. No time for chit chat. This and that wasn't real approachable. Which bothered some of the other employees. We started to work with them mm-hmm. and kind of get an explanation. Well, this is why this person needs this. And this is why this person needs this. And this is why my wife's the way she is. <laughs> and, you know, so, I mean, you can never just use your profile for everything and say, well, my wiring pattern's this way. But it gives you the ability to be self-aware and to make adjustments when necessary. That's kind of the key. Absolutely. And that, I love that. You're so right because, you know, you can think you're self-aware but not be armed with the tools to really understand what you're seeing in yourself, right? You can, you can see kind of your, you know, your, maybe the way you act or the way you think about things but you can't really articulate it and you can't really um, optimize what you're doing if you don't understand the full aspect of it. So that's why, you know, it's kind of crazy to me how how accurate the Acumax is because it's going to be more accurate about yourself than you know, in my experience, at least I'd read it and I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that about myself. But yeah, that is true. Well, most of the times it's not going to tell you anything you don't know about yourself. Yeah. But things maybe you can't articulate, right? Then you can articulate. That's key. Then you can articulate it. There's a common language. You can articulate things. And then it explains, you know, those differences that occur. And so the why factor, you know, and then once you know why you, you can create good solutions and that's the key. That's always. Absolutely. Absolutely is the key. So thank you very much, Jay. I know this was going to be a quick episode, but is there anything else, any, um, any little tidbits or advice or anything you want to leave with us before, uh, before we move on from the tilt factor? Well, I just would encourage everybody to take the Acumax index. And you'll get your basic reporting and then use that information and especially under the coaching tips, strengths and limitations to better interact with others and understand who you are as an individual. But more importantly, as I said before, it's not going to tell you anything you don't really know about yourself, but what it will do is give it definitive, a why factor and the ability to communicate it with other individuals. Take that five minutes. Seriously, it's only five minutes. Not only is it five minutes, but it has like endless amount. There's so much in the report that you can use in your business. Uh, thank you, Jay. This is hugely valuable. If you haven't yet taken Jay up on this and you've listened to the other podcast, now is the time to do it. Jump on this. It's text Jake to 218-517-7985 for your complimentary Acumax index. I've gotten 
amazing feedback so far. So uh, go do that and you'll be surprised and um, take your business to the next level. So thank you very much, Jay. We really appreciate it. This has been a fantastic series and I can, cannot wait to have you on next time. Thanks, Jake. It's always a pleasure. I always enjoy doing these podcasts. I always enjoy helping people better help themselves and deal with others. You know, Absolutely. I mean, people say, what's the Acumax index and the drives? Why do we measure them? Well, you know, it helps people in business and relationships. And let's face it, business is relationships. Absolutely. So, thank you. It's been my pleasure. I look forward to uh, having another podcast with you sometime in the near future. Absolutely, Jay. That will happen. So thank you once again, Jay. Thank you to the audience for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, all that. Rate and review so that more people see it. But as always, the most important thing you can do is share this podcast to someone that you think it would help them grow their business. Uh, We're here to, to help people in the industry grow their business with fantastic experts like Jay. So stay tuned for the roster of amazing guests we have coming up. And don't forget to share with anyone that you think this podcast could help. So thank you very much, and we will see you next week.